Legacy means a lot of things to a lot of people. To some, it's lasting integrity. It's building and maintaining a history of greatness. It's making an impact on people and community. For others, it's dependable security and assurance in an uncertain time. To us, it's all of that and more. It's a mindset of brother and sisterhood of hardworking people dedicated to doing the right thing for you and those you care about. Of growing today for a better tomorrow. That's what legacy means at Southwestern Legacy Insurance Group. What does it mean to you? Let's talk legacy. Welcome to Let's Talk Legacy. I'm Gary Michaels, your host. Our guest today is Mr. James Gebhardt. James is the founder and principal CEO of MyArchit, an online digital archival company dedicated to preserving the legacy of loved ones and friends. And how appropriate is that for our show, Let's Talk Legacy? Well, welcome to the show, my friend. Oh, thanks for having me on, Gary. Ever since I was told that we'd be speaking with you, there's been a lot of excitement around, you know, hearing your story because our company is all about legacy. You know, when people get life insurance or people get into this industry, there are people that want to make a difference and uh, leave a legacy for people after them. So you got your start as a mechanic, an electrician, and a photographer, from what I understand. What happened that shifted your focus to tech and starting your company? I first started off as a mechanic, but then my back wouldn't... It was kind of a backup, no pun intended there, for my struggling photography career. My back couldn't handle the mechanics, and uh, I didn't want to be the struggling artist forever. Eventually got into being an electrician, a journeyman electrician. And it all kind of just, it came about to where it was all out of necessity as I started MyArchit.com. I can remember back in the um, mid-80s, we rented a video camera. Our daughter at the time had to go in for open heart surgery, and uh, everything went great. But um, we took the camera out for a, a day and just, you know, a day in the life type of thing, in case we lost her. Mm-hmm. And then back in about 96, 97, I sat my dad down and just asked some questions about his life. You know, what a childhood? What was a gallon of milk cost? What was your first car, your first bike? What'd you do? He was a paper boy for like 50 years, it seemed like. All these little things about his life that you will lose, those memories, you're getting it straight from the person who's living them. You're not getting something that's just written down or something like that. You get it straight from them. So what I did is I made a DVD of it. Well, about 10 years later, my dad passed away a couple of years after that. About 10 years later, where's the DVD? Is it scratched? Oh, I could just burn another one. Well, what computer did you burn that off of? You know, so it started to snowball. And then I had the family photo album. And okay, well, that might pertain to a half a dozen other people in the family. They don't have the family photo album. So you can make copies of it. But then how do they make copies of copies, you know, taking things down to family, preserving their legacy? So I was trying to think of a better way to preserve, pass on legacy. Your digital legacy is what we have nowadays. Cradle to grave, we live digitally. And the things out there where we're storing our stuff right now will either delete you in a couple of years or even 180 days if you don't touch it, or you're going to get a device will crash. What computer is it on? Plus, if you only, everybody has 10,000 pictures on their phone, but they have really no memories to those. Man, this is so powerful. Uh, I unfortunately lost my mother on Christmas morning. Oh, my gosh. And um, it was, you know, over the years, she had had lots of pictures. The last six years, she had Alzheimer's. But prior to that, my mom was a picture taker. You know, real pictures and albums and stuff like that. But I'm then taking my camera and I'm like taking pictures of pictures. And I'm thinking right now that I have 
really great relationship with my father, who's 84. And there's a lot that I'd want to know more about my dad. Yeah. You know, being able to do that and have it all put together before he passes is, you know, a gift. I mean, my, my, my mom died of Alzheimer's. My mom too. Yeah. And you start to, and luckily I was able about 15 years ago, sit her down with a video camera, get a lot more information from her beginning of her life and stuff, you know, it's a lot more coherent. It's very easy to do. I mean, start it now. You can do it with a phone. The phones are fantastic. You know, you can do audio video with your phone and just get, start getting those memories. And then we, we have a place where people can put them and then have their great, great grandchildren bring them up and actually be able to see who they actually were. What if a person is not, it's not easy to see them. Can you do a zoom meeting with them like this and record that and ask them the questions that way? Or do you have to be in front of them asking them questions or explain a little bit of how your service works? Our system works. You buy 10 gigabytes of memory space. It's called your life account. And basically you just get on there, you set your profile up, you know, your name, your email, things like that, your password. And then like, if we're on a, uh, I'm on my desktop right now, or we have a uh, mobile app you can do on your Android. They could click right on their account, hit an upload for video or something like that, or upload for what we call a daily scribe, which is just audio or, or you can type anything in. They just click, boom, record. They can record it like that and then hit arc it, which means they arc it up into the cloud, our cloud. We work with Amazon Web Services. That's it. That's how easy it is. Really? It is kind of nicer to get that feedback. I'd love being able to get the feedback when you're talking with somebody. Sure. That is very nice, say truth. So it's really, my market is truly a new type of business, both in the way it's structured and also the service it provides. Can you explain what makes it different from other companies that you might consider your competitors like Legacy Box or something like that? Well, Legacy Boxes, uh, say Google Drive, Apple Uploads, all those kind of things are, if you don't touch them, it goes away. Because they figure if you're not touching it, why should we keep your stuff? You know, they just delete it, which I don't blame them if nobody's touching something for 10 years. It's like, why do we have this space? You know, and then they delete you. Well, we have it to where you buy that space, it's there. And there might be some other ones that like Facebooks and things like that, they kind of give you the free space, but then they also censor the heck out of you. And a lot of people don't even, I don't want to get on Facebook or something like that because our social media and stuff, because they'll, you know, you might all of a sudden your stuff isn't there one day because they hit the censor button. Yeah, for sure. So like, I'm just going to go back to the example of my father. Okay. okay. Somebody is out there listening to our thing. And I said, Hey dad, I want to really get to know you at a deeper level that I could archive, that I could go back and watch again. And if I send you a, a link, would you like, how do I introduce something like this to my father who's 83, 84 years old to get him to do it and to get him to be actively involved in it? Or am I the leader in this that's driving and pushing notifications to him to do this, do that. How does that work? Well, if you, let's say you bought him a, uh, a life account. Okay. So you can set up the password and getting onto it. And that would be simple as simple as just turns on his computer. He hits the link and hits enter for his password. And now he's onto his site. He's onto his life account. Or an app on his phone. Or an app on his phone, his Android on his phone. Yeah. Right. You can have an account where you can link stuff between accounts. You can make an album for say, Oh, like my brother, he didn't have a lot of stuff. So I put his life account, basically, I just made a folder for him, an album in my mom's account. So I want something for my brother. I just go to, and it's linked over to my account. So if I put anything into her account in the album, it automatically shows up in the album in my account. You can go back and forth on that. So it's not overly public. It's, it's a nice private thing to do and family members. So people may have privacy or security concerns, as, as you mentioned, maybe around Facebook or things like that. 
What steps do you take to keep information safe from security issues? Well, each item you upload, so it could be a picture, video, you know, audio type thing. You choose if it wants to be public or private. And even though it's public, a person goes to your life account, you still have to okay them to see your stuff. So once they're okay to see it, then they can go into it. And we do have a, um, uh, when you have your administrator signed up with your account, if a person does pass away, they go into your account and they basically slide it over to a person who's passed away. It's now a memorial account. Right. Anything before that cannot be deleted at all. You can add more stuff to it, but nothing can be deleted. So you've seen, shared, and saved a lot of people's memories. Many of them have, have expressed to you how impactful your service was for them. Do you mind sharing a few of those stories and some of the unexpected things that you've uncovered when you started to do this? Oh, it's just some of the people you meet from different areas. Uh, there was a lady, when I first was starting to show this, she instantly kind of got what we were trying to do because her husband had passed away and now she had two younger daughters. And the only thing they're going to be able to perceive what their father was like are some snapshots and fading memories of, of you know, from mom. And then uh, there was an older gentleman I used to work with a million years ago named Frank. He worked at the gas station. He used to wheel around his uh, oxygen bottle trying to make it to 70 because he wanted to get better social security. I was talking to him one day. And I said, were you ever in the war? I said, oh, yeah, I was in the Second World War. And I'm going, where'd you do? He was a B-17 pilot. And it's just, oh, my gosh, so many memories they could have got right there. I said, what was it like being, you know, flying a B-17 over in Europe and things like that during World War II? So memories like that. The gentleman I just uh, helped him a couple months ago, uh, we called him the pirate. Up here in Seattle, we have the Seafair Pirates. And uh, he has stage four lung cancer. So we got him signed up to where now he's able to just sit down comfortably Puts audio on or video. Audio is kind of nice because you don't have to worry about what you look like. I do that a lot of times when I'm walking the dogs. I'll just stick on audio and tell a story about my first car or something like that. So, you know, did you meet a whole different type of people? Yeah, for sure. Now, your website mentions a phase two for the business, which might include something like accounts for groups or businesses. Tell me a little bit about that and what's on the horizon for you as, you know, new developments. Our new service is called Events. Like you have an especially event, events.myarket.com, and that's up and rolling. And that would be like, a, say, uh, you're going to have a wedding. Remember when you used to have all the little cameras on the tables? People would go click, 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 and you got to remember to get them processed and you pick them up. And that was always kind of fun to do. But what we do is we say, everybody's got a phone. Everybody can take a picture or a video or whatever. So you buy an event, you send out an invitation, either email or a QR code on the invitation, and then they sign up for an event participant so they can sit there and this could be done for like high school like your own high school yearbook or college you know your own little click within your college people can come together however big a group you want to it gets funneled into that event the moderators choose what goes into the event because you know some people might put out some strange stuff and then uh you can anytime you want to you can click on that event i want to go to that wedding see what you know that stuff goes there that stuff goes there different events you can have all all signed up for I do remember the whole idea about the cameras on the table. So yeah. you're saying that would be almost like an extra little perk that you could have of, of not only the view from the photographer, but the view from the guests. Everybody has, because they can sit there and just do a picture and then tell a story or have a picture they bring up on the phone from you, tell a story to it and still put, you could actually be making memories for your wedding months and months beforehand and even months or years afterwards. The proposal, making out the dress, all that stuff has memories to it. 
Interesting. That's really interesting there. So legacy, I know you talked about that conversation you had with your father, but where does that come from deeper for you? Why is legacy important to you? I can remember sometimes when you're going, we go out a lot of times and go um, yard sales or estate sales, things like that. I, I collect old vinyl records and stuff like that. And it would always be kind of fun to go out and do things like that. And I can just remember um, sometimes you walk into a house, you know, it would be the last person that lived there because they're selling everything in the house. But there would be pictures on the wall and that's their legacy. And that's going to be in the, the people within the family is the only thing they know about that person is the picture on the wall. Even if you get the family photo albums, there really isn't very much information with each picture. It's just this, you kind of get a date and possibly who it is, but wouldn't it be nice they got the whole story behind it? You know, it just is, as time goes by, I get older, people pass away and you, you start kind of missing them. All of a sudden you start forgetting what a person's laugh is like or what their humor is like, you know, what they are like. Yeah, no, it, it's it's big. So I didn't see why it's important, but what does legacy mean to you? Me to me? Well, it means the business to me. <laughs> legacy to me is is I'd love to have this go on for hundreds and hundreds of years. You know, we're a C corporation. I want to put it into like a either public shares or whatever. How now that'll be up in the future or stuff like that. But uh, I'd love to be able to have the legacy of this down to my kids. But at the same time, it's it's so nice to have that legacy of just life, legacy of life. It's not legacy sometimes the way somebody has achieved because everybody has achieved different things in their life. You know, I achieved this or I achieved this. Well, he's still a, they're still achieving something. Life is life. It's what it's whatever it is, it is. And to be able to pass, to have the ability to pass it on to somebody is kind of nice. Yeah. How is your family, your wife, your kids, how are, are they involved in the business or have they actively been involved in this process as it's gone through? Has it been you and do you have a team of people? How do, how have you put this together? Oh, it's mostly mostly me and my wife, and then our IT team we have out of uh, Gig Harbor, Washington. The guys that do that, yeah, they work with Disney and uh, some other big companies like that. So the IT IT team is great. We thought up the plans of going through Amazon Web Services, and then we're also going to try to push this year into our second step of backup, which is Iron Mountain which won't do a backup of a backup. And Iron Mountain is a company that does a lot of backup work with uh, 95% of the Fortune 1000 companies, banks and everything. We want to have even a backup, even outside the the uh, business we even work with. So we've got to try to make it super, super safe. I also want to leave a legacy to people who actually use the business, be able to buy you know 10 shares of stock or whatever they want to buy and have feel like they own part of the business. That's awesome. Yeah, when, when you have equity in something, you, you care a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, really. It's a family business. It's kind of like, okay, you own some of it. I'd love to have people have a, you know, feedback. Anybody says, I wish this would be on that or something on that website. We're usually right on it. You know, we might retweak it and make it better. Always. Yeah. I guess the last question I'd have for you, and this has really been informative. I'm I'm excited to check this out myself and, and share this with others, is how have you worked to create a legacy for yourself personally? How does that differ from anything that you've done professionally? Personally, that's a, uh, <laughs> personally is, it's just the memories. It's just, you know, you have, like I said, life is life. You just, you just put these memories down. I mean, to me, that's legacy. You know, whatever somebody said, oh, I built my own house. I've done this. I've done that. You know, that's kind of a legacy, but I think the most important legacy are memories. So my arcade, if someone's listening to our show today and wants to ask you some questions, wants to get involved in the service. Where do they go? What's the website? What would be a number they could reach you at? 
if they want to be more involved in this and actually use your services? Oh, it's myarket.com. It's a little play on word with Noah's Ark, myarket, M-Y-A-R-K-I-T.com. And if they get on there, they can just look it all over. We have a 30-day free trial. We don't take any bank information. You basically make your profile and things like that, load some stuff into it and see how it feels to you, how you can make an album, you know, maybe how you can hook up with somebody else and how they, you know, just see how it works. If you don't like it or you want to sit back and maybe wait for more stuff to happen, <laughs> it reverts to a view only account after 30 days. So it's still there, but you just can't upload anything to it. And so you could have different files that like you could have a file of your, my, like in my case, my father, I could have another file of my wedding. So you could have a lot of my arcades, basically. Yeah, a lot of the a lot of albums are made there. And if you get to your top of your ten gigabytes, you can always add more two more gigabytes at a time. So you can always add to the space. Is there a phone number someone could reach you at if they had questions? It is uh 210-412-4442. Awesome. Well, we've been listening today to James Gebhardt, who's the principal CEO of my Arcade. Thank you so much for your time today. This is really a, a cool service. I think it's a service that's important to people. Having these memories is absolutely huge. Thanks, Gary. Thanks for having me on. It's been great. It's been fun. If you've enjoyed today's podcast and want to learn more, visit us at southwesternlegacy.com. Shoot us an email via our easy contact form to find out how you can become an agent or how we can meet your needs for final expense coverage. You can find this and other episodes at letstalklegacypod.com on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon, and anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Let's Talk Legacy is a presentation of the Southwestern Legacy Insurance Group, a member of Southwestern Family of Companies.